Nailed it. Hey, I'm Bob. I'm Jake. We are Nailed, Nailed it the, the Podcast. podcast. Uh, special episode today, Jake and I are going to talk about uh, our favorite band in the world at the moment, Beartooth. At the moment, I don't know if that's ever going to change. That's true, but we seem to talk about them every episode, so why is it a special episode? Because we're going to review their new album, The Surface. Uh, that's specifically what we're here for today. The album came out uh, just shy of two weeks ago now, so we've had a little time to sit on it and decide what we think. We got, uh, real quickly, we got, what, 11 tracks on here. We had already heard five of them. Prior to the album release. Prior to yeah. the album release, they released five singles over the last year and a half or so. Um, so we've got some stuff to talk about that we've probably covered in this podcast. Some songs. Numerous times. <laughs> but we've also got some new stuff to talk about, so... Uh, Let's uh, let's get into what we're going to talk here about. Um, should we just jump into the the first track right off the bat? Yeah, might as well. Go ahead. Let me tell you. Let me, let's hear what you had to say about the first track, which is titled "The Surface." It is the title track. So, uh, my first impression of this was I. Well, I mean, in general, this entire thing. My initial impression was I fucking love this. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> but when I heard this first track with that. Uh, with that opening riff, I was already like, all right, we've got a super technical riff right off the bat. And it gave me almost a Limp biscuity style like feel in the very beginning where <laughs> you had that riff with just kind of Caleb talking over the riff a little bit. Gave me that kind of Fred Durst, West Borland kind of feel. Uh, but then it jumped into what I would consider classic Beartooth. And I was in love with it from from the very beginning. Uh, the call and response in the ver like in that, in both the for, uh, first and second verse, I I'm a big fan of call and response in songs. As am I. I so, like that title writing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I heard this, and I was like, "This is amazing." I was I was in love with it from the get go. Uh, but. Uh, what was what was your initial thought when you heard this? Well, here's a funny little anecdote to this. Um, when I first heard it, I loved it right away because I immediately felt like we were getting that bare tooth feel, which I will get into. Excuse me, I'll get into. But there's a lot of stuff on this album as we'll go into, and I'll just dissect tracks as we go. But stuff that's them moving on to other things. This track in particular felt like okay. He still knows what he's doing, which I never doubted. Oh, yeah. Um, the funny anecdote here is that when I got to listen to the album, I had not yet received my my physical CD, which I like to get. So I went right to Spotify and pulled it up. And I misread the track listings because it's the same. It's the title track. I thought the second track, Riptide, was the first track. Okay. I skipped all the way up past all the songs we already heard. Oh. And I got to the end and I went to let it replay. I'm like, what? what song is this? I'm like, Oh my God, I, I missed one. And so I had actually listened to the rest of the album before I listened to that track because I just was in such a hurry that morning to listen to the album right. and get to the new stuff that I missed it completely. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I really, this is maybe of the six songs in this album that we weren't able to hear before the release. This is probably my favorite song because this song of those songs, I think feels more like, Beartooth. Okay, I can understand that. Um, I'll get to like my. Uh, I, I'm trying to think my my point of view with those six songs that we hadn't heard yet. And, and we'll yeah we'll 
there's a, there's a way I, I I'd like to when we get to the end. Uh, there's a a way of putting them together. I'd like to go over, but yeah. uh, but overall, I think the op- as an opening track, good riffs, good hooks. Like you, like you said, uh, it, it, it vocally he's doing the things he does that we both like so much oh, that yeah. I personally like so much. So it definitely is a great way to open an album that we've been waiting a long time for. Yeah, and what we've been waiting two years since we knew it was coming. Yeah, it's yeah. been two years since Below came out. And okay. Riptide came out roughly a year and a half ago. That's right. Okay. So it's yeah, been yeah. a year and a half since they went. They released Riptide almost. I think maybe a year and four months. Right. Riptide came out in June, I believe, of twenty twenty one. I think because that's when. Yeah, we saw them in July July of twenty twenty two. Yeah, no, that would be right. That's right. We saw that's them. Right. La- it was a summer a year ago. Yes, it was outside last in Baltimore. So that single came out about a month and a half before that. So yeah, it'd be about almost a year and a half till the album came out. Okay, yep, that, the album that would make sense. Out. Yep. So we definitely had some wait time of them, you know, knowing this album was coming and hearing tracks and going through that stuff. But we've definitely, we're, it's here. We got it here, and that's what we're, you know, we're here to talk about. That so. damn time. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. I could sit here. We could absolutely dissect each song musically if we wanted to and sonically i don't think that's what we were here to do as much as talk about what we thought about the songs and yeah how i feel i i don't i don't have anything overly jumping out about this song other than how good it feels and i it's a good one to crank it up and oh absolutely get there but it's not certainly is it my favorite bear tooth song ever no but it is definitely one of my favorites on this album okay yeah um, i can title tracks that. aren't always that way maybe that's my thing with bear tooth it was with disease you know, <laughs> below is a great track. Below is, yeah, but uh, it, it definitely holds its place in of the songs in this album. It's definitely top four for me. Yeah. So, um, anything else to add on the surface? Uh, I don't think so. I again, great bear tooth song to kick off the album. Absolutely. Um, and it's that's what we'd expect from them at this point. Yeah. Um, with all our reservations about where the songs might go or his style might go, he he put it right back in line what what i at least for me what i expected so yeah which puts us into riptide which we've already talked about which is the second track um we have so much time as we just discussed we have a year and a half on this song you know i don't know we've had plenty of time plenty of time to talk about it we know what we like about it this is this now that i've listened to the whole album this is the beartooth song i think this i don't think there's a lot of him doing different stuff here when I first heard it all at time ago, I was like, oh, this seems a little, feels a little different. There's something a little different. I guess it was the writing and what he was going for the feel. Mm-hmm. But now that I listen to this with everything else, I think this song is more below or disease style Beartooth than I previously realized until I heard all the other new stuff and the little directions he's doing with other, you know, the other styles of stuff he's doing. Yeah. Um, also, I've listened to it probably 400% more than the other songs that's been out. <laughs> um, I do think this is is probably if we're going to talk like a top four which we'll get to i mean this definitely is in the top four for me too as well oh absolutely i i remember the first time i heard it i wasn't a gigantic fan of it from like from just first impressions because i was like interesting it was more like i don't get me wrong i still liked it there was never a song by Beartooth i have not liked right but when I first heard it, I was like, ah, it seems like they're getting kind of soft. More with the vocal style. 
because he is heavy. Yeah. Like riff riff wise is that song is heavy as shit. But I wasn't crazy over all the melodic singing because I'm used to him going back and forth between, you know, some more that's, aggressive vocals. And that's the stuff I think I keyed in on. It was I liked to hear that growth vocally. Oh yeah. And I was ready for it, I think. Okay. And that's yeah, there was a different opinion at first when I first heard it. But again, now taking it as a whole with everything else that's come out and now the whole album being out, that's everything I think he was trying to get to with this album. Okay. If yeah, he yeah. wanted to stay true to form and not step out of his bounds, which he did. He did step out of his boundaries quite a bit. Yeah. But this song, to me, overall, belongs in the... You need to hear a Bear 2 song? You want to hear You want to hear a pick from every album? that you feel like is the same kind of stuff, this is going to probably end up on that list, or at least in the discussion. I can agree with that. So, like, if we, like, if we were to make an ideal, like, Beartooth Greatest Hits, that would be on that If they list. said, pick two songs from every album, this is going to be one of them. Oh, absolutely. And that's not to say there aren't other good songs in this album, as that's why we're here talking, but it definitely has a lot about what I believe, what I believe is the Beartooth sound. Yeah. At least going forward, I think this might be a... I think we may have a point where we're going to look back and go, that's where he was going. Yes. As opposed to when we first heard it, oh, that's different. You know what I mean? Your, your impression of it first time was, oh, that's that's not what I'm used to. Yeah. I think that's where he wants to be. I, well, like I said, when I first heard it, I wasn't insane, insanely crazy over it. I still loved it. But I switched gears very quickly because I think it was more like, uh, let me give it a second chance and let me, let me give it a third chance. And every time right, I heard right. it, it grew on me a lot more to the point where I agree with you. It is what I would call the Beartooth song or one of Beartooth's greatest hits. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like, I still listen to it just about every day I, <laughs> <laughs> as I do with everything Beartooth. I right. listen to them every day. Uh, but this I think was a fantastic single to release. Would have liked to have gotten the album sooner. Yeah. But, but you know, we've discussed this before, <laughs> probably off air, but that it just seemed like it was way, way, way too long between them releasing that single and putting the album out while they were on tour and everything else. Whereas they could have just waited to drop that single. We would have in, in our lives. We're all used to a certain, cycle of time we got to wait for new music from a band right they're out touring on this album you're not going to get a new song out of them right um and there's some exceptions not just Beartooth, but for the most part you know that you have to wait yeah and they didn't they're just like oh we're in the middle of blow tour here's a song <laughs> what oh now you're gonna wait a year and a half for another one yeah um well not quite that long till we got sunshine but uh we're not uh, we're not quite there yet so all in all i mean we we both again enjoy this track and as objective as we can be being Beartooth Uber fans or whatever we are. So and we were also the, at the first show they played Riptide live at. Right. Yep. When we saw them in Baltimore with a day to remember, we, uh, we definitely got to see that for the very first live performance. We that was good. so cool. It was just cool to, to see that. And then as each new song came out, I like, can't wait to see that. We'll, we're we're going to get to, so that's cool. Yeah. So on to uh, track three, which is Doubt Me. Another oh. one. Another one they released early. And we've talked about this. I felt like this song got buried 
because they just kept releasing songs. Yeah. This song got like two weeks where we were, oh, another song, and then there was a new song after that. However, this, just like I said with Riptide, this is a Beartooth song. Absolutely. This is old school. Like maybe for me, might be the closest to their older stuff. They're pre, pre-disease, maybe even pre-aggressive kind of feel. Like this is him being Caleb with the middle finger up at the world. Yeah. Like, and it's so good. For me, this song uh, is one of like how you were saying about putting uh, some of the top songs like what would you say like the top five songs of right. this album this song is up there for me i heard this song and immediately fell in love with it because of how aggressive and how just in your face this song can be depending on your mood and just listening in general well i can change your mood which i like <laughs> i can be in a bad mood and it makes me feel better i can be in a good mood and it just makes me feel pumped up it it it, it just has that like the best of their songs for me do the aggressiveness of it. And I hate keep using that word because it seems like we're just throwing out bear tooth words. Cause that's the name <laughs> of their album. But I mean, that's the truth. There's an aggressive raw feeling to their early stuff. And that's what this, another song that reminds me on this album that he didn't forget where he started, no matter how much he wants to get to a certain place with his music. Right. Um, and lyrically, this is following the same theme. The entire album is, this entire album is following this theme of him getting his life better and back in order. Oh, yeah. There's no one track that's like, oh, that track's about the day he, you know, drove his car to a ditch or something or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. The day he did his laundry, whatever. This is all about this journey of his to get better, better himself and make his life better and his mental health better and so on. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't be aggressive about it. You right. You can't be hard and, and fast and, and tons of riffage and just a hooky chorus and... I mean, don't ever fucking doubt me. Like, <laughs> that's a line some guys would throw in once to get a point across. He made it part of the chorus. Yeah. Like, that's just, I mean, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Uh, yeah, I, I, this is top tier for this album uh, to the point where uh, in Mr. Melody number two. Oh, boy. We're actually going to quote that uh the one of the lyrics from that song is this the uh could this be the rope and the stone lyric it is <laughs> uh, that is a favorite of mine too late for apologies oh uh, yeah off off a uh, recording i'll tell you where it's gonna be in the book ah uh, yeah don't give don't give away the don't give away the milk for free but, but uh i was discussing this with uh with my older brother who's uh my who co-writes the book with me and we came up with a portion in the book and we're like we need a cool line. And I dropped this lyric to him. I was like, this needs to be the lyric. I don't care. This is perfect. Yeah, no, that's what the joys of being fans of things and creating things at the same time. Yeah. As long as you're using it in different mediums, you're fine. If you send me a song tomorrow and you've directly quoted Beartooth, that's called plagiarism. That's a different yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. No, but that's, that's, yeah, see, that's, that's how much these things have invaded themselves and become invasive into what we believe and think and, and, and what we think about when we're doing other things. And I, yeah. I love it. And that is by far not only the best line in this song, but one of the best on this album. I, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm a big guy for lyrics. It can be one line, two line, you know, a whole verse. If something's clever 
or not just clever but well put together mm-hmm. at just the right point. And I think that's one of the top things I love about Beartooth is he does that all the time lyrically. Yeah. Even say the weakest of Beartooth songs has something in it, whether it's a line or two words or whatever. Something the way he pieces together the lines and the and the the phrasing of the words just works. And right. this is this is top notch. Like that's not a thing that that particular line I'm never gonna forget. Oh yeah, no. Um I remember the first time listening to this song, uh I was actually at work and uh a friend of mine who is a fan of Beartooth, I had told him I was like, Hey, did you hear the new Beartooth song? And she was like, No. So we put it on and when it kicks in we were both just sitting there, you know, dumbfounded. We we're like, Oh my god. And when he drops I'm a big fan for ooze. Yeah, and he does that little like I can't even do and I was just like, Oh my god he's like whoops <laughs> Oh my I lost it when I heard that and just ten out of ten. That song is so good. I yeah. love that song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a high bar to set in certain aspects as far as I'm concerned, especially since like I said earlier, they kind of buried it mm-hmm. because they were pushing to get to other songs. Yeah. And if I remember right I must look at my track listing. Uh, what's next here? The Better Me is the next track, which is not, they did not follow that up. They followed that up with Might Love Myself. Uh, doubt Me, I believe Might Love Myself came out, didn't it? Am I wrong? Let me, let me, let me refer. I could be wrong, folks. Let me refer to. Hot take. I could be wrong about something. <laughs> uh... well, um, I need to go to YouTube. Don't you play no videos on I'm not on playing feed. You I'm not a, playing a video. You just kicked off the internet. <laughs> Copyright infringement. Uh, Why do you need... think we're not listening to the songs on the tracks while, and then we're reviewing them? Yeah. So let's see. Um, what does the YouTube say? It went, Might Love Myself. Okay, yeah. It was Might Love Myself, Doubt Me, and then Better Me. Oh, so Might Love Myself was before. <clears throat> Four. Okay. I, uh, yes, I do remember. So when... better than track wise, this is actually tracking okay, except for where Love Myself is. Sorry. So so better me. Go ahead, because I know you have some thoughts about this song. <laughs> this song. Okay. Same thing uh, when I listened to Riptide. Was not a gigantic fan of it um, from when I first heard it. And I... You know, still now, after hearing it multiple times, still not the biggest fan of this track for for, for multiple reasons. Uh, but to start at the beginning, I've heard of Hardy. I heard a couple songs by him prior to this whole thing. Um, I think you and I had actually heard them, heard together. him for the first time together yeah, yeah, at yeah. that beer tasting party yeah. when we heard um, Radio Song with yep. uh, Jeremy, Jeremy McKinnon. McKinnon. And I was I was very impressed. I was very impressed with you know the writing style, his vocal style, and uh, it stopped. Yeah, it's fine. And um, I I was like, okay, I'm interested to see where this guy goes. And then I had heard the song uh, Jack, his song called Jack, and again I was very impressed because it was that you know. So he had that southern feel to his voice with right. somewhat uh, southern feel to the music, but then it kicks in with just some straightforward rock. Yeah, he's an impressive dude. I I didn't realize it until I started listening to some of his stuff. 
and found that he's just not only all over the genres, but good at it. So to have him come into Beartooth, number one, to have them have a feature, which they don't do, yeah, was impressive. And I, when I first saw that it was Hardy on this song, I thought, well, this could be weird. And, and it's... it's <sighs> I'm because I don't want to bash the song because it is a good song. Is it the greatest song? Absolutely not. However, it's still Beartooth at heart. You know, the riffs in it are very Beartoothy. Um, but it you can very much feel the vocal melody style of Hardy in these songs or in this song. And I think that's what kind of draws me away from it. Um, That's fair. It doesn't, to me, have the power and intensity of Caleb's vocal style or uh, melody style. Well, like you were just talking about with his placement and everything. Right. It doesn't feel that way to me. It it just kind of feels like, you know, he mashed up with a country star and... Uh, they wrote a song together. The music is Beartooth. However, I think the vocals, not in the way, not in the way they're uh, placed or anything like that, but the just the overall melody style, kind of weakens the song. And here's a bold statement: I think this is the weakest song on the album. But to not again, it is a good song, but it's. To me, the weakest one on this album. Well, the weakest on an album of good songs is pretty uh, harsh in some <laughs> place, in some ways. But in the overall scheme of things, it's not terrible when it comes to what it's up against. Right. It, it's. I will never say it's a bad song. Right. Now, I I happen to love this song, and we talked about this before, you and I. Uh, it was quickly, of the ones they released early, this became my favorite. Okay. Um, this is also, I've come to decide, is probably the most pop-leaning. The way it's composed, the way the choruses go. For all the, the little Beartooth timing and riffs and having Hardy on there, this is the song that I feel is most outside of normal Beartooth. This, Absolutely. Um, this feels like a song that was written for the radio, even though I know he didn't do it to for that reason. Right. Um he did it because he felt like writing a song like this. And I would bet if we ever get a behind the scenes on this, that this song was written and done and he somehow ran into Hardy or someone got them together. And he said, Hey, you want a feature on this? I have it written already because nothing about the parts Hardy singing couldn't be sung by Caleb. Yeah. They're not, they don't sound like stuff that Hardy wrote. Yeah. There's stuff that he's singing the way he sings, which we've discussed before too. They sound incredibly similar. Vocally, oh my God. Yeah. Except for the little bit of country grit. That Hardy has, yeah, they sound a lot alike. So it was, it was a good mesh. You know, some of the best collaborations for me like that when you have guys feature that aren't normally either out of genre or from different bands is when you have two guys that have completely different voices. Yeah, that work. But every once in a while, you get something like this where they sound so similar that it works so well, and you kind of forget that. That's not always the case. That's that's not how you do things with other singers. Right. You don't want a guy who sounds just like you. What's the point of that? Um, so I think that worked really well, and I really enjoy this. And I, uh, it, you know, it has a fun little video that goes with it, which 
you know, kudos to Beartooth for still doing videos. Barely anyone does full videos anymore. And they did what three? Uh, four. They did Riptide, Doubt Me. They did Riptide, Doubt Me, Better Me, Better Me. They did. Um, oh, uh, I was alive. I was alive, and they did release an official visualizer for Sunshine too. I did see that. So I mean, they that wasn't just somebody putting something together. They did that. Yeah. Thing. So that's definitely a, a a bonus to what they do with this stuff. Yeah. He definitely knows how to work media and have fun with it. And oh, that, absolutely. This song, if there's anything, if you could boil it down, this song is fun. Oh yeah, Bear Two songs can be a lot of fun in certain aspects. You know, that we we rock out to them, or we're just jamming to them, or we're like, man, hell yeah, that those vocals are awesome, that lyrics awesome. But this is just fun, and I think that's what comes through in that video too. Two dudes uh, screwing around on a golf course all day. Yeah, like that just seems like something that you sometimes you got to do. So I I personally love the song, um, and I think there's better songs in the album. But as far as the ones that they released early, this was my favorite. It grew on me. At first, I wasn't sure. I thought it was a little weird timing, and something about it just seemed not quite what I was expecting, I guess. Okay. But once I heard it a few times, and I say a few, folks, I mean 30 or something in one day, (laughs) because that's what I did with every new Barity song. But thank God they only released them one at a time for a while. I wouldn't have time to get caught up on them. But I really found myself enjoying that, and it's not a track I would skip by any means. So, oh no, I wouldn't skip the track at all. Um, and you know, I can agree with you. It is a it is a fun song. Is it my favorite? No, but it is a fun bear tooth song. Right. That's the kind of. I'll I'll leave it at that. That's yeah. my my final statement for. And that's better me. That's fine. Which gets us to the next track, which is "Might Love Myself." Which, for all intents and purposes, might as well have been the title track to this album. You think? Ca- calling it the surface. This this song is what he is trying to get uh, up across. Okay, yeah. This, the, and we'll get to some of the later tracks. You almost feel like the completion of the story towards the end. Yeah. But this is the point he's been trying to get across all these years, as far as I feel. This is him telling you... I've gotten here. This is what I've, I, I, I cleaned up my life and the things that were killing me. And this is what I want. And everything else is a product of where I am. And this is, this is how I got here. Okay. You know, maybe not where he's end up, but this is where he got here. And I, I, I think it's a, it's a beautiful message in this song. And oh, yeah. the fact that he's, we talked, you talked about earlier in a previous song about more of the, the, the less aggressive vocals and more of the, the harmonies and the way he's singing this that's this song there's nothing except for a little bit in the breakdown yeah you you get a little bit you of get that a little classic. classic caleb but otherwise this is a different hymn and i i'm i'm here for it i think he's got more range than anybody ever gave him credit for which you and i knew that previous yeah but he's showing that he can do almost different styles of singing not just a range we're not talking octave ranges here or anything he He's finding his way to in almost a not. I mean, pop comes up a lot. I've seen I've seen some other reviews online about this, and honestly, I haven't seen really anything negative. Um, but a lot of stuff about it being uh, it seems like he's trying to write a pop album. Yeah, I don't think that's the case, but I think he definitely and he may have even said that. I mean, read that in an interview with him that he was willing to try other genres of stuff to see how throw it up against the wall and see what works kind of thing while he's working his stuff out. I'm here for it. Because as a guy who sings covers every week, <laughs> I'm more than happy to hit listen to twenty different genres of music at one time. Yeah. If that if it works. 
And I think in this song it works. And this is another one that has some great lyrical stuff in it, like memorable lyrical stuff. And I, I just think that's what I'm here for for Beartooth at the end of the day is him doing his thing and it meaning something. And it does. Yeah. You know, I find a connection to it, as do you. And this song, there's going to be plenty of people to connect to this. So that's, I mean, that's how I feel about it. When So when I saw the announcement, I think you had even sent it to me. Either you did or Craig did in our group chat um, that there was going to be a video dropping with along with a single, and they had the countdown going on YouTube and stuff like right. that. I stayed up till midnight to watch this video because <laughs> I was like, because oh, this came out after Sunshine, right? And so I I was ready. I was hyped because I was like, all right, new Bear Two song. I'm here for it. Let's go and. So I stayed up and I listened to this and surprise this may be surprising with my reaction to Riptide when I first heard it. When I first heard Might Love Myself, I fell in love with it because of the message and the style. Right. Um it's for me it was a total 180 from what I was really expecting because we were just coming off of Sunshine. And um when I heard this, I was like, holy shit, he's doing something totally different. And I loved the clean vocal style. I loved the message that the song, you know, uh, provides. And it still has that heavy aspect with the music. Right. Um, coming from a musician's side of things where I listen to how he does his guitar tones and everything like that. I wanted to bring it up, too, because this song has... That tone we've been chasing now for a while. Yeah. This song has such a good snippet of that that you can just hear that when he when it goes into that little outro riff out of the courses to get back in the verse. Uh-huh. You can hear that guitar tone with not no vocals over it, no and it's just a little run. He's doing a little run there. And yeah. it's it's so clear and nice and I just can't figure out what it is. <laughs> but it, it it's that's the thing. You get you get those bear tooth moments in every song, but this one being, I want to say so different. It's not so different. It's a bear tooth song. It's obviously a bear tooth song. Yeah, you can tell that if you know their music. But it is different than the other stuff they were doing. But there's all those things in there that make it his. Yeah, uh, yeah. The structure of it, the, right? The melody style, the you know, lyrically, it's it all all of it is a bear tooth song. But it's a different bear tooth song. And that's what we were signing up for i think by sticking out the long haul here yeah so, uh, but it is by far not the number one track on this album no i wouldn't put it uh, but up for the number it, one it it could break down different ways though if you're breaking down about what the message of this song and what that can personally mean to some people yeah this song's a big deal oh absolutely um but that doesn't mean that they can't do better which the next track is better absolutely sunshine is the next track on the album and it is by far the my favorite song that was such a good segue into the next song thank you (laughs) i've 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 been doing this for six whole episodes (laughs) i think that sunshine is so much what beartooth can do it's (laughs) it's pristine it's it has all the things that i love about what he does with the hooks and the writing and then they do different stuff here. We've talked about this before. The choruses, how each chorus has a different feel. He starts with that acoustic chorus. The second chorus is just a full out, flat out 
rock and roll Beartooth chorus. Yeah. The third chorus is the same chorus, except he starts the beginning with that. Sounds like he recorded in the bathroom reverb. Yeah. To give it that little, but it's still aggressive. And then it gets, goes back. It just, no one, who does that? I can't think <laughs> of any other band I know that did that with their song. Yeah. I don't know any band that I've known, you know, some people do a, a one chorus a little different or, but just, I don't, yeah, something a little bit different. I don't know anybody who did that kind of dynamic with just the choruses. Never mind just how fucking cool this song is. It, it just gets me, wants me to get up out of my chair and go, and <laughs> it, which is dangerous when you're driving a car. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just so much about, like, that song's just moving forward all the time. And, the, and it just has just sweet riffs and, and that tone comes through and everything about it. I, I can't. I didn't know when I first heard it. When I first heard it, they did their premiere on Octane. I listened to it at work. And, of okay. course, it's a small speaker. I can't really get the dynamics of the song. But it starts out, and then it was going to the acoustic part. I'm like, what What the hell is this? <laughs> and it got going. I'm like, it seems okay, but i got to listen to it in the car. So then I got. I waited till I could stream it the next morning. And uh, and then I just kind of started to get it, and then I just played it over. It was just a nonstop Riptide and Sunshine, Riptide and Sunshine, because yeah. it was the only two we had. Over and over and over, and I, I wish every one of their songs felt like this one does to me, and not because the other songs don't feel good and I don't enjoy oh, them. Yeah. I wish I had captured how this song makes me feel, made me feel when I first got into it, over and over and over with every song because yeah. it's just, uh, uh, it's just amazing. It's just an amazing tune, and I, it's amazing for all the reasons that it's not mainstream or cookie cutter or even standard bear tooth yeah it's everything they are like turned up to 11 oh uh, absolutely and i love it and i cannot wait to see this song live oh my god uh when i first heard this song i i will take a shot i will forever remember where i was what i was doing when i first heard this i was getting ready to go to work uh but i had seen that the new song came out Sat down at my computer uh, with, you know, I have studio monitors when right. I do my recordings. So I played it through that and already, you know, kicks in and he's just going at a 10 vocally. And it's building up and we come up to that first acoustic part. Oh, my God. Blue balls. I was like, oh, what do you what, yeah. Acoustic. And then it kicks in. And I was like, there it is. Yeah, it, just, <laughs> it, it definitely it was shocking. Uh, in a in a great way, and then that breakdown. Oh. When when he says the end is coming, I can't keep running. The end is coming, and then it just drops. Oh, oh bam, my bam, god! Bam. I felt my balls I touch it. my knees. They, <laughs> like they, <laughs> they filled up so much. <laughs> it was just so heavy. Yeah, it's just uh, it's so perfect. That song. That song I would put towards the top of the best songs for this album. I, I would put the best that songs top, of yes, their songs all of together. Beartooth. <laughs> it is definitely top five Beartooth. It's like, so good. It's just that good. I, we could have done a whole episode. It's a just good thing talking we about this song. It's a good thing we weren't doing this podcast as they were releasing these. We would have done three-hour episodes on one song. <laughs> and then we wouldn't have known to do it a day like this when we had six other songs to go over. I know. And, which puts us at, uh, what's After Sunshine? Um, what's Killing You? What's Killing You, which... Okay, so as I told you earlier, I jumped ahead, so not realizing I was skipping the title track, right. this was the first of the new six songs okay. that we hadn't heard. So I was immediately, I was like, all right, it's aggressive, it's it's exactly, I'm gonna, I've am i said the word aggressive 700 times <laughs> in an hour. It's exactly what I wanted. I was hoping we weren't going to get more 
poppy or sappy. I, I had my reservations about where the other stuff was going to go. Uh-huh. Not because I don't believe in what they're going to write. I was afraid we were going to get the softer Caleb. Okay. And this song proved me wrong yeah. immediately. Like, no, not we're not getting that in every track. We're not going to have that. And it, again, good riffs. Is it the most memorable Beartooth track ever? No. I, I, I certainly don't think it's one of the top 10, mm-hmm. but it's a great track. It's well-written. It's exactly what they do right. Yes. Um, I, I think it's kind of, there's some generic stuff in the riffs with this. I think um, their generic riffs are better than anything I'll put together, <laughs> but I think it's, it's not, there could be, I think, I think that's what could have made this song a little more elevated. Okay. Um, there could have been more distinct guitar work and not, it almost feels like simple Beartooth stuff in this song in parts. I can see, yeah, I can and agree with that. I don't hate that, but also there could have been more or could they have done more? Sure, he could have, but it's that old adage of how many times you go back over a song and over until you right. have someone tell you it's done. <laughs> to be like, stop. Stop it. <laughs> you, you've layered your vocals 87 times. <laughs> it's time to put that away. But So, I mean, I really enjoy the track, um, but it's definitely... if. Even if we were going to take these these eleven songs and and split them, you know, top six, bottom five, whatever you want to do that, right? It would definitely be in the bottom five. Okay. Um, only because I don't think it's adding anything new to the equation. It's adding something old and not as good as some of the old. Okay. Which still puts it on a high level for me. It's a high bar. Yeah. I mean, I have a high bar for what they do, but it's not it's not breaking any ground. Right. Um, and that sometimes can be terrible. You can get the songs that are terrible because they try to change stuff or do something different. This was them not doing enough of the same, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you felt about it. I Again, by no means skippable, but not. there's nothing new here. So when I heard this, I, uh, I'm trying to think of like my initial reaction. Because my initial reaction to all these were, this is fucking awesome. But well, that, um, that's our knee-jerk reaction to everything. Um, I heard this and I was like, okay, you know, this is very in-your-face. This is very, uh, again, aggressive. I feel like uh, that's Pee Wee Herman, like, key, key word of aggressive. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just talking about the hook in the song, this is one of my favorites on the album. Because and I think it is the simplicity towards it that helps with my feelings towards it because it has that, um, d- dare I say, it has a almost like '80s rock kind of feel to it, which you know my love for '80s rock. Well, and that's not the first time they've had a feel like that in their songs, and it works too. So yeah, it's not their 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 influences go all over the place sometimes. Uh, not all over the place. That sounds scattered. I don't mean it that way, but they go across times and genres a yeah. lot so so i heard that and i was like shit that's a catchy hook and especially with the uh with the gang vocals in the back just doing the woes i the woes are back let's put that out the, the woes, woes are, are back. back yeah he didn't forget his life of woes so good and i for me that's one of my favorite tracks on this album uh I, yeah bold statement no not but, at all uh, i mean that i hope we weren't going to sit here and both regurgitate the same things about every song like we both loved it move on <laughs> i mean i'm glad we both have because it's it's music and we're both supposed to have a different opinion we we know that so it's it's i don't think it's a bold statement as much as a, a statement of what you like as opposed to what i like which 
we could have two opinions that don't match anybody else in the world. Right. About this song. I mean, right. There's like I would put this song over a, a few of the singles that were that had come out. I would agree with that statement. Yeah, I would. Um, I would have liked to heard. The, I would have liked to have heard this song earlier. I think and save some of the single stuff for the album release. You know, the stuff we heard maybe would have had more, even more of an impact if we didn't have time to sit on them. Right. So who knows? But yeah, I absolutely loved that track from the get go. That was not even a oh, it was like eh, I wasn't crazy over it at first. No, that was a you know. I was stunned by that when I first heard because I was like, this is badass. And I, again, this is one I listen to every day. Uh, I, that's, I mean, I listen to the album every day. Um, and I'll, there's a point I'm going to make at the end when we do a wrap up about this album and how quickly you can listen to it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a damn good track, just not for me. And obviously for you, it was completely opposite. Yeah. It was, Another Beartooth song, which I'm always happy to have. Mm-hmm. At the very least, doesn't matter what our two opinions are on it. It was another Beartooth song. Yeah. So there we are. Now, oh. the next track. <laughs> um, look the other way. A what I assumed was going to be an acoustic all the way through song, and it is not. But I mean, for the most part, it might as well be. Yeah. Um, there is some, you know, distorted guitars that come in, some heavier stuff, some drums. But I will say this song has brought me to tears. More than once, listening to it, and absolutely. I, even after I knew what was coming, yeah, um, I have connected with the 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 way this song is put together, and especially the lyrics. Oh my god! More yeah. than any other song in this album, and it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in; it puts me in a kind of a sad place, in in a good way, if that makes sense. No, I get you because um, I I feel the exact same way. Gets me deep in my feels, as it says. It pulls I, on the strings. It pulls. It pulls all well. The one heartstring I have left, a cold dead heart. But I I cannot say enough good about this when initially I thought I was gonna make this the in my listing of first time through, I was like, that was great. It didn't quite get me the first time as it did the second, but I was like, I think this might be one of the ones I'm just eh about in the album and yeah. absolutely not. This became one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Um and I know there's some people have replayability problems with songs like this um, because of an emotional impact or because it's not so upbeat. Sometimes people are like, well, I can't just keep listening to that. I'm not ever skipping this song. Oh, never. And it might make me cry every time. Um, the, the chorus, I'm sorry, not the chorus, the outro lines where he says uh, something along the lines, I'm, I'm blanking, I should know it because I love it so much, but about... Uh, when I don't love myself, she loves me anyway. Yeah. Or you love me anyway. I forget how it's phrased. Uh, if you can read the super tiny liner notes. I was going to say, Jesus. Like, <laughs> um, that is, and he says it twice. It's, uh, the, it's literally the last lines of the song. When I don't even love myself, you love, love me, me anyway. anyway. He says that twice. That is, I would get that tattooed on me. That speaks volumes to people who internalize shit like i do oh yeah um you know sometimes you're just not a fan of yourself sometimes it's more than you want to let anybody know about you right. know sometimes and i'm speaking for myself and i'm sure that's it works for other people too but you know sometimes you you don't need people to know what's going on 
Yeah. And that's a lot coming from me because I'm a guy who'll tell anybody anything about anyone or myself or any time. Right. Like, I'll just talk your ear off about whatever today's problems are if you want to hear. Right. Or I'll listen to you talk. I have no problem laying it out there. Yeah. But sometimes I just don't need people to know my business. Right. And sometimes that even includes my wife. Right. Like, she doesn't need to know what I had going on at work. She doesn't need to hear my problems with this or that that don't involve us. Right. Should I talk to her? Probably. And that's, <laughs> I think, why that line hits so hard. There's always stuff you put away. And I connect with that with her because that's, there are days I felt like that. Mm-hmm. Where I don't love myself. I don't love what I've done or who I am today, but I can come home and I know she will. Absolutely. And that that's that line alone is enough to make me get connected to something, much less get like emotional out of it. But there's so much leading up to that in the song alone. Like it's just a, it's an open book. Or an open love letter, or whatever you want to call it, or an open diary page of what he was going through. It's the only song I think he, in a long time, where he talks about what came before. You know, it, and he does a little bit later in other songs too, but like this is a, a snapshot, I think, of what was going on with him a few years ago when he was still drinking and he was still, you know, going through it. Yeah. Um, I think this is him trying. My interpretation of what's going on in this song is him trying to tell us what started to turn him around. Right. And not so much that we can't have read that in interviews or listen to him, you know, on a YouTube interview. I think this is the first song he's talked about it in a, some kind of way. This is where I was, and this is why I need to get out. Right. And it sounds like a lot of that had to do with his wife, which is just fucking beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I could talk about this song all night. I could not let you get in a word edgewise <laughs> at all about this. Because I, I, it's been a long time since, a long time since a song made me feel like that, and it's also been a long time since a band put out something. There's, I mean, I could probably count on one hand songs that make me feel something, um, for reasons I sometimes can't understand. One that always gets me every time, especially if I'm alone in the car, if Three Libras by Perfect Circle comes on, I cry my eyes out. Really. I it's it, it's one of those things. What he's saying, how he's singing it, um, and I don't connect with that anything like I did with this song. Okay, so that's just a, a litmus of there's just sometimes music gets you, and it's supposed to. Oh yeah. If music doesn't make you feel something, what's the point? Right. Uh, this Please, go ahead. <laughs> this song, uh, I I knew we were getting something with piano, uh, which. This was a while back on uh, right. Either, yeah, it was either Caleb or it was either Caleb's personal Instagram or the Beartooth Instagram. There was a video posted where he had pointed out like, "Oh, we got a piano in here," and I think I had even sent it to you. And I was like, "Are we getting Beartooth piano?" And I got to back it up. I did say acoustic song. I didn't mean it that way. I meant, I mean, because it's piano. I meant unplugged or yeah, yeah, not hard rock. Right. You know. So um, so I had already anticipated hearing a. I guess you want to say a lighter or a softer Beartooth song, uh, including the guitar, the acoustic guitar and piano. Um, but I wasn't expecting to hear this. And I mean that in the best of ways, because very similar to you, what the song is about is something that, you know, I connected to immediately. And that it, it's brought tears to my eyes 
had, didn't make him drop, but tears were brought to the eyes and, you know, heavy hearted and everything. Right. Oh, that's heavy hearted is a good analogy for that or anecdote for that. But And I also loved that it's something so different from any of anything Beartooth has done. The last time they did something of that downbeat is uh uh the... King, King of Anything. Is that right? Yeah. Um which is great because it's him just again laying his heart out, but not that not it's not even in the same realm as this song. Yeah. Like it's it it just has something that people can connect to. Um which I always have had a high appreciation for, which I had tried to do in you know my original uh, material where I wanted to write things or write about things that people can connect to, um, so which is you know a huge appreciation towards Caleb because he does what I want to do, mm. asshole. <laughs> but um, as our friend Jimmy said, "Fuck you, Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you for doing for being so good. <laughs> yeah, for being." Just so good. Um, but no, that the song as a whole, beautiful. Right. It, I don't think there's any other word that I can use to describe that song other than beautiful. It's composition, it's lyrics, it's it, it, the meaning behind the lyrics is just a fucking beautiful song. I, I think that's an almost perfect description that I could have used myself had I thought about it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's gorgeous yeah. in every way. And, and that, the, uh, those lyrics at the end that like, like you were talking about, yeah. you can hear the emotion that's behind. That's those what lyrics. gets me. You, you and, and Caleb's one that shows off his emotion in songs. You can hear it. Like usually it's his aggression, his anger. Yeah. But you can hear that in his voice and that uh, I, I'm gonna cry dinner and <laughs> just talking talking about, the about song. it, and I'm not even hearing the song. So I, I mean, yeah, that I mean, right if, there. If there's nothing more that can be said about that, it's that. Yeah, we are speaking about the song, and I'm getting an emotional response. So yeah. you couldn't have wrote a better song for that. I mean, as different as this is from every other song in this album, it's almost perfect. Oh, absolutely, for what it is. So it it definitely is uh definitely is one of the greats as far as what he's written yeah that brings us up to uh track number nine which is what are you waiting for okay (laughs) this song i am going to say more than any of the other ones if you took this song and took out all the guitars and the rock drums and you put a trap beat behind it or some sort of (laughs) some sort of r&b hip-hop-ish beat and put his vocals over top of it except for the end where he does get a little aggressive this song could be an R and B song, like a, a Jason Derulo song or something. <laughs> Jason uh, Derulo. It's the first one that came to my yeah. head. You know, and no one would know the no one would have thought anything of it if they didn't know it was Beartooth. Right. He's singing, doing things in a certain way, and there's where the pop stuff and the trying new things. He's still hitting the Beartooth somewhere in the song, but it definitely and by no means does that mean I don't like it. I do. Yeah. I just think it's it could be something. It could have been something else or something completely different that maybe wouldn't have worked. Okay. Um, but as it stands, I think it's a good track. But it's definitely... 
I'm not going to spend all day talking about this one. It's not one of those. It it it, it lives in Beartooth. It's in the album. It's probably my bottom five. Okay. So uh, this song for me <laughs> is another one that's up towards my top my top six because I love the composition of it. I love the hook. Uh, again with the the woes because the woes are back in this song too and i do i will say when he does the, the little gang vocal well i mean it's just doubling but it sounds gang vocal the right at the end of the chorus what are you waiting yeah. on and, and it goes in that dan, dan, dan. i mean it just that does have its bare toothy bare toothy it's toothy, bear toothy? it's very it's toothy. toothy it's very yeah. toothy that's a compliment in this album not a hooker anyway <laughs> um but no i love again the composition of this song because it is very much what i look for in a bare tooth song it's got the aggression. It's got the catchy hook. But another thing that I love in this song is that we get a guitar solo in this song. Uh, I, <laughs> I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have glossed over that. That it's like the only one in the damn album, really. I think we we get a little bit of one in Better Me. Well, yeah, but not not as much of a lead. Not guitar a lead. Solo. It's just. It's almost. It fits right into their riffy breakdown stuff. Yeah. Um. This is a true solo and i i don't remember the last time i mean was there any on below uh it, that I weren't mean, that weren't like the intro outro stuff if, that if, on a song i i can't i top i'm sure there was <laughs> top of my head i cannot think of what song it was if you go if you're going back to below if you want to count the uh the alternate version of skin there's one in that that is a great solo but that's a different album um but yeah, that's the last one I can really think of is the alternate version of Skin. Well, they're not having a solo. They're not a a solo band. No. They're not Five Flavor Fruit Punch where they have an in, <laughs> an intro solo, a middle solo, an outro <laughs> solo, and then an encore solo all in every song. Oh so, my god, I've never heard that Five Flavor Fruit Punch. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's not what they're here for. Don't get my anger going. <laughs> Let's go back to the songs. Oh, my. You just about killed me with that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can get that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'll show it to you sometime. Oh, man. But <laughs> coming back to uh, that song, that is, again, in my – I put my top six uh, of really? favorite songs off of this album. Because, I again, I love the composition. I love the aggressiveness of it. I love the riff. I love the solo. I love everything about this song. I love the the – you know the gang vocals, the hook—it's just I got, yeah, so no, good. I mean, it's it's Beartooth. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's for me. It, for me, it's just Beartooth, which again, high bar, and I'm always here for it. But it's not the one I run to. It could right. be on the background. I can play the album through without skipping it. It's just not the one I'm going to jump to if I want to jump to a song on this album. Okay. So I mean, again, there we are. Different reasons, different strokes for different yeah. folks. Um. So, I guess moving on then, or if, if yeah, you have, no, you I have that's I didn't have much to say to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, then you know we're coming in on the home stretch here. We got two more songs, right? Uh, moving on to my new reality, another one, even more so than <laughs> or DJ Khaled. Yeah, another one. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Uh, there's. This is one too, also that could easily work in a different genre. Probably, you know, now I said it, probably more even than what are you waiting for? This this could probably fit outside. This could be like a easy rock tune if they want it to be, or like it has that. He could 
you know, this could be a Hall and Oates song or something <laughs> like uh, Yacht Rock by Caleb. It, it, <laughs> so it, it's great. And I love the message here. This is another one where he's trying to, he's putting out a message of positivity. Yep. Which again, people don't, people that are into Beartooth depends on your level. Our level, we're like deep in the lore and we're looking yeah. in everything, but people who just know their music and know, listen to it enough. Nobody's looking for a positive message out of him. Right. As opposed to uh, anything I feel that's positive in their old stuff is more of a rally. Yeah. A, a, a cry, call to arms kind of thing than it is. Uh, this, even, let's say like. Uh, like this in comparison to Beaten in Lips. Yeah. I was going to say Beaten in Lips is telling people to get out of a situation, but not like this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. This, okay. Th- that, that Beaten in Lips is him singing to a, a, a like-minded people that you went through this. Here's a thing. This is him saying this is where I am now and you could do that. You know what I mean? That's the way I feel about it. Mm -hmm. Like him telling it. And as I said earlier, he gets to it as the songs go. There's a distinct beginning, middle and end of this album. Yeah. They never really did before. Yeah. The songs, there's places in these songs where they, it's almost like a concept album, essentially. In, 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 in in all honesty, it is because it does start at a certain place and it ends at a certain place. And this song is very much fitment. It has its fitment in the end. Yeah. Um, and, Again, it's very positive and still very cool. Mm-hmm. I and I think it has again. I could beat to death about how good his lyrics are and how good the choruses come together and the hooks. I mean, everything always works for him, even when it seems like it won't. Right? It's, it, uh, maybe not a first, first. Uh, I was gonna say viewing. That's not right. <laughs> first listen, because my you know, my feelings change on songs after a while. Um, as our good friend Jimmy said on our last Beartooth centric stuff we did, his favorite albums of all times are ones that he didn't like at first, and then he went back and went, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Um, I don't think Beartooth is ever going to be a oh I had to listen to it eighteen times before I really uh, enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed this album more the second, third, and so on time Same. through, as I, but I'd already heard half of the album before it came out. True. And I've never had that with an album before, so I'm getting ahead. That's something I want to talk about later, but. Uh, what did you think about this song? So this song, I'm not entirely crazy over it. I do like it, but when I dove deep into you know the writing of this, I realized he didn't fully write this song, or he co-wrote it. I should say, right? He co-wrote which it, which is with, a new thing. Uh, I have the name here because I uh, was gonna forget it. Uh, by Richard Scarborough. It's probably Scarborough. Scarborough. Um, Speaking of pronunciation. Yeah. Uh, So I had seen that, and I was curious to see what else this guy's done. So I went and uh, went onto his Instagram. He had a link to Spotify uh, that linked off to songs he had co-written or produced. And this is actually the most oddball thing he's done, uh, meaning Beartooth working with Beartooth because a lot of it was a lot more hip hop rap. Well, and he has a different, it's listed differently in the liner and um, as I'm, no one can see cause there's no video here, but I'm looking at the liner notes here for the actual physical CD, which old people like me still buy. <laughs> and this actually says my new reality written by Caleb Shomo and story. I think that's like, the that must be his stage by. name. S T O R I I. I, yeah. If, yeah. Cause when I went online, and went to the well. No wonder he changed his last name to some stage name. Scarborough doesn't exactly scream entertainer. Yeah. So I, I listened to a couple tracks by uh, Story or 
this Richard person, and I can hear his style in this song, which I think is what, like, for me, I would put this in my bottom five. I believe it would probably be in my bottom five as well. It's not, it's definitely not the banger we were expecting. Right. Um, Again, not a horrible song. No. In any means. I do enjoy this song. It is a Beartooth song, but you can tell it's Beartooth co-written plus, plus with, one. yeah, plus one. Beartooth plus one. Oh, that's, and that's okay. I mean, I, I mean, as much as we love Below, the fact that it's, we know it's all him and it's impressive that it's all him. Also... You get no, I mean, we we have no inkling that I've ever seen that he lets any of the band members in on the process. You know, maybe he lets them in on, hey, I wrote this riff, you guys, you know, I got this. But he doesn't get crazy into, maybe in this album was different. Some guys are super creative and they can't release the reins. I get it. Right. Um, and I'm glad he did that on this album. I am. Uh, it, it, And they did collaboration and things of that nature. But also, to your point, you can hear when it's not just him. Yeah. If I remember correctly, if if I read this correctly, if not somebody, you know, let me know. um, The only thing I had seen that a band member had helped write was um, on. I have, I have it here. I saved these things on the internet on the internet was look the other way. Uh, From what I'm seeing is that Oshi helped him write Uh. that. Which, I, I would love to hear more of that, but they're obviously okay in that band doing what they're doing. So yeah. they're not going to listen to me. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's a, it's a fine track. It's just probably, it's definitely bottom tier of this album. Right. Again, so, not a bad song, just bottom tier of the album. Right. I just need to, I feel like I need to make that known is that, that we're not known. bashing any of these songs. They are all fantastic songs. So, lastly on this album, which was the <coughs> single they released the day before the album dropped, which they do. Yes. Um, I know our good buddy Craig stayed up till midnight to watch the video and then felt that. slightly disappointed, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, I I love this song. Great song. For every reason that it's not an average Beartooth song. And the chorus in this song is my favorite on the album. Really? As far as there's other lines and cool things um, written, you know, you know, we obviously we both love the line and doubt me and, and sunshine has cool shit. And this chorus in this song is some of the sim- most simplistic, powerful stuff I've heard in a while. Okay. It just works so well. Literally, you know, you know, I, when I was alive or when I die, yeah, I know I didn't just live. I was alive. That's, fucking genius that is and it's the simplest phrase it really there's is, not yeah. there's no he wasn't searching for crazy ten dollar words or he's just saying a thing and and it's for me it just really hits like maybe it's something of being an entertainer or being a singer or just you do things that you you don't say it out loud most guys don't have the ego to say i want to be remembered for this right but you do yeah you want to be remembered for something at the end of the day, end of my life, I'd like to be remembered as a good husband or father, family. Right. But I'd also like people to remember that I was a, a musician. Yeah. Now, I don't write things. I can't, people can't go back and go, well, there's that song Bob wrote and that's his whole legacy. Right. They'd, they'd be like, oh, there he is covering Wagon Wheel again. But it, it's, 
this, I think that's something any normal person, you don't have to be an entertainer. There's a feeling somewhere in all of us that you want to know you did something. Right. You were something. You were here. Mm-hmm. And the only way you know you were here or you, people know you were here is if they remember you. Yeah. And the only way you're going to do that is if you know you did your best to get there. And I think that's, for me, that's what those lyrics represent. This is Caleb saying, I did everything I know how to to make sure my life was the fullest. And that's, I can die knowing that and hopefully everyone else does too. Yeah. And that, there's a message there that I didn't know I needed until yeah. I heard it. Uh, I, I don't know how else to say that. It just, it that really hit with me in, in a, a special way that, when I first heard the track, I was a little hesitant. I'm like, uh, he's being a little closing out the album wishy-washy here. Yeah. You know, but it fits in what I said earlier. This is the distinct end of this story mm-hmm. on this album. Maybe the last 10 years of Beartooth. Yeah. Everything he's come up to. This is the song that ends that journey. And I want to see where he goes now. Yeah. He's closed this chapter. What's what's the next book? Yeah. So uh, this song puts a cap on that for me. Like I'm sure at some point there'll be a deluxe album that comes out and there'll be unreleased tracks or, or some kind of, and that's fine, but this album could end on this song and that's okay. I can agree with that. I think this is a very good conclusion to the album. Um, not something I initially was anticipating because I, I know that's not normally how Beartooth closes out albums. Right. Uh you know, just referring back to below where we were uh, given a an instru- a heavy ass instrumental, sonically assaulted. Yeah, now. we were sonically assaulted by uh, the last riff, which to me, and I'm uh, hit or miss with instrumentals. You know, being a Rush fan, I I do enjoy them. Don't don't bring that here. <laughs> you get one. I said something about that other band I don't like. So we'll do one. That's it. Um, but. I I was in the, uh, in reality uh, anticipating either another instrumental or some or just another aggressive song. Right. So this did it did throw me for a loop to hear this kind of song to close out the album. But much but like what you said, it's a great conclusion to the story that the entire album tells. Yes. Um. Is it one of my favorites on the album? It's it's kind of that middle ground. Like it has some of my favorite parts. Yes, it does. Like the, like you said, the the the, uh, the chorus hook the is chorus, amazing. Yes. Is it? Does it sell the whole song nah. in a certain aspect? But it doesn't put it higher on the list, right? For me, it, is it? It's in my bottom five. However, it's like top of the bottom five. Yeah. Um, that's fair. But yeah, those are my thoughts on uh, uh, I Was Alive. So uh, running back through it, um, let's give the, we're going to do ourselves a rating system. We're going to go with five stars as being the best, one yeah. star or zero stars. Um, I'm just going to go off track for track. Give me what your rating is and okay. that we have. So starting with the title track, The Surface, what would you give it? Four. <laughs> I would I would also give it, I actually would give it a four and a half. Okay. Uh, Riptide. Riptide, that's that's going like a solid four and a half to it, like just about out of five. Yeah, I'm four and a half on that too. Uh, doubt me, doubt me, five. I'm a four on that. Uh, the better me. Ah, uh, that's a two and a half for me. Wow, that's 
That's way below average. Like, yeah. Like, it, again, I do enjoy the song. It's just not my favorite. Gotcha. See, for me, that's that song is a four. Okay. Um. Then we move on. I might love myself. That's I'd I'd put that at a four. See, I'm a three and a half on that one. Okay. It's a great tune, but it's not. It's not my favorite Bear Tooth song. Gotcha. Uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. That's a five. Yep. Pure five. <laughs> If we could go higher, we could. We, I mean, it's our rating system. We could, but we're not. Yeah, that's a that's a hard five, like a rock solid. That is a rock solid five. five. <laughs> uh, what's killing you? What's killing you? I'd put that at a four and a half. I'm a four on that. Uh, look the other way. Five. Yep, that's a five. Uh, Absolutely yeah. a five. What are you waiting for? That's a four and a half for me. That's a, that runs about a, a four for me. I, it could be a little lower, but I think it deserves a four. Uh, my new reality, my new reality. I'd put that at like a three and a half. I'm a three on that. It's just not the best on the album. It might actually, that tracks is my lowest rated one. Really. Okay. And then of course I was alive. Uh, I'd put that at a four. That's a four for me as well too. So, um, so if you were going to give this album a rating out of five stars overall as an album in, in comparison to the other albums or just as or a whole, album? as a whole, like if you were trying to tell somebody you never heard bear tooth before, well, here's what I think uh, this out where this album stands out of five stars. Uh, I'd I'd give this one probably a solid four. I agree. This for Beartooth is a four out of five, um, because I think as much as I love their old stuff, they don't have any five out of five albums for me except for Below. Okay, I was wondering which one you were. Gonna Disease say. is a four and a half. It's almost perfect. There's just a couple songs that aren't perfect, but okay. Below is the only one I believe is. The perfect, most perfect thing they've written. For, um, this for, is this is a four. Okay. This is definitely the surface is definitely a four. Great album, worth buying if you're into Beartooth at all, or at least streaming, or however you consume your music. Um, I definitely give it a recommendation. Which I hope nobody thought they were going to get the end of this podcast and hear Jake and I go, "This is terrible. Never listen to this band again." Those words I don't think will ever. I can't believe I said them on a recording. Now they're they're. I don't know, that's gonna, that's gonna, gonna be a soundbite somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's gonna get me with that one, um, but. Uh, so, definitely something people should check out. Absolutely. And like we're going to do when they go on tour. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I was being so said, excited. I think we're getting, uh, pardon the pun, a little long in the tooth here. A little bit. So, uh, I think we said what we wanted to about The Surface. Uh, great album. Go get it. Uh, listen to it. Stream it wherever you can. Uh, we will uh, be back soon for yet another episode, I'm sure. On our usual ranting about stuff. We... Uh, perhaps get some more guests in here and do some more things but if we haven't said it before to those that are listening we do really appreciate this the, the uh, as dj say we appreciate the spins and uh <laughs> as long as people are gonna give us compliments and enjoy this and as long as we enjoy telling you our our thoughts and feelings about things thank you to our four listeners if we could probably name them jimmy lauren and the camper sisters yes uh uh i i would say alex but she loves when people call her lexi uh she hates it. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and Taylor are definitely two of our, our on either side of the state listeners, um, Philly area and Pittsburgh while well, Shippensburg where she had school. So, and, uh, my wife, uh, catches up every three episodes or so. She waits about six months to listen. Thanks babe. <laughs> uh, as she would say to her now, I'm caught up. Yeah, she is. Um, but we do appreciate everybody who, uh, thinks this is a good idea because we do. Yeah. And, this is uh, fun. We can record every week if we want to, but if no one's listening, I'm not going to spend the time editing it. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so that being said, uh, 
I'm Bob. I'm Jake. This has been Nailed with the Podcast, Beartooth the Surface Review Edition. We'll see you guys on the other side. Good night. Bye-bye. Nailed it. There it is. <laughs>